Hey mama, welcome to the Mom With Purpose podcast. I'm Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former teacher turned full-time work-at-home mom, and now I'm on a mission to inspire other moms to combine their passions with their purpose. If you're searching for more meaning in your life, or you're ready to take that leap of faith, you're in the right place. This podcast is here to inspire you, give you the tools and resources that you need to capture your purpose, and to go out there and live the most positive and purpose-fueled life. I hope that when you listen to this podcast, you feel like you're sitting down with your best friend. So put in your earbuds and turn up that volume and let's dive in. Hey there and welcome back to the Mom With Purpose podcast. Today I am bringing you an amazing interview with Katie Fleming. I am so excited to introduce you to Katie and for you to hear her story and to hear the message that we talk about. When I first decided that I wanted to have Katie on the podcast, I had an idea of what I wanted to talk about because she talks about it a lot in her community and on Instagram. But as we got into the interview, we kind of shifted a little bit in what we talked about. And I'm totally okay with that because it made for a really great interview and something I know that you are going to benefit from. So I want to go ahead and introduce you to Katie and who she is. I will share a little bit about her and then we'll go ahead and dive right on into the interview. So Katie Fleming is a podcast host, a speaker, and a business and marketing mentor for mom entrepreneurs who are coaches, consultants, and service providers growing their income to six figures without sacrificing their family life. She is a big believer in what she calls ambitious motherhood, which is pursuing your calling both in and out of your home. Through her work, she's helped her community of ambitious moms cut back on the days spent working so that they can be more present with their family, double their client base, cross over the six-figure annual income mark, and make their impact in the worlds of their clients and their family. I cannot wait for you to meet Katie and to listen to everything she has to share, get a notebook out, get comfy. Let's go ahead and dive right on into the interview with Katie Fleming. Katie, welcome to the Mom With Purpose podcast. I am so excited to have you on today and have you share your knowledge with us. So welcome. Hey, Aubrey. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat with your ladies. Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, I would love it if you would just kind of tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got to where you are now, just a little bit about your story. Yeah. So I am Katie Fleming and I am married to my high school sweetheart. We've got two girls and we live in North Florida, the Jacksonville area. So we get like half a second of fall, which is nice. It's not like the rest of Florida. So we kind of have a taste of that you know, niceness in the air. Anyway, we're experiencing that right now. So I'm totally enjoying that. But, you know, I got my start, my journey kind of all began back at a really early age. I mentioned that my husband and I are high school sweethearts because even at that time, I knew at age 15 and 16, number one, I knew I was going to marry him. Number two, (laughs) we had all of our kids' names planned out. Like my two girls today, like those are the names we picked when we were 16 years old. And even then I knew that I would find some kind of a way to be present for my family, but also chase after my ambitions. Like it was not even a question in my mind. And then I get out into the real world and I realize, oh, wait a second. Like jobs don't actually allow us to prioritize that. Cool. So I've got choices to make. (laughs) And um, I graduated college with a degree in accounting because I knew that there was some way I could figure out how to work from home with that. And so through a few different jobs, sales jobs, marketing management jobs, operations things, I found ways to work from and started to get into this world of freelancing, virtual assisting. Didn't even really realize I was doing that, um, but was making a significant income working from home. And it got to this point where I remember feeling like, okay, I can't take care of this new baby who 
has decided she's not going to nap right now. It was the four month sleep regression. If anybody knows that, it's quite a terrible time, you know? Mm. And, and I remember feeling like my clients were getting the short end of the stick. My family was getting the short end and I was getting the short end. So it was this moment. I remember being in the kitchen and bawling to my husband as dramatic as I can be saying, this is not working. I'm throwing in the towel. I've got to quit this thing. This isn't going to work. And he said he best advice ever. And I joke that over time I've made him sound more eloquent than I think he really was. But (laughs) the way it still plays in my mind today is that he said, why don't you find a way to make this work? Because I know you, Katie, I know you're going to quit this thing and that's cool. You can do it. I give you my blessing. It doesn't matter whatever you want to do, but I know you And two months down the line, two weeks down the line, whatever it is, you're going to be cooking up something else. So because you can't, like we ambitious women are always trying to figure out how can we help and serve and change this world, not only outside of our house, but in our house too. So he's like, I know you're going to come back to something. So why don't you figure out a way to pivot, to kind of move with this thing and figure out what actually makes sense for you and our family? And it was the best advice ever because instead of just, you know, dumping the website, killing the email, like ending all the things, I found a way to pivot. And it allowed me to really move into my expertise, which today is coaching um, other mom entrepreneurs on how to build their six-figure business on 20 hours a week without compromising their family, without sacrificing their lifestyle, and without sacrificing what matters most to them. So that is, that is my passion today. That's kind of my story about how air to here. It's been over six years um, since I had my first daughter and has had begun to make those transformations and transitions. And it wasn't overnight. You know, and that's what I want to tell your women is that it's not overnight, but you have to get going. You have to get on the path or you're never going to get 10 steps ahead and see what's down the path for you. Oh, I love that. And I love how you talked about being present. I think that that's a huge struggle that a lot of people, a lot of moms feel like they can't be. And I know for me, when I was in my teaching position, I always felt like it was one or the other. And, and especially like you said, being an ambitious person, you want to, I mean, you don't want to fail in either thing you want, you want to give all to your job, but then sometimes that also means, okay, things have to sacrifice at home because maybe you have to stay later at work and maybe you have to, you know, get up and get out the door earlier. That was one thing I always struggled with is sometimes not even seeing my kids before they even woke up. So I love that you touched on that and about being present. And I think that that's a huge thing. And I feel like we've almost gotten away from that. Our, our culture has kind of shifted. I think, you know, 40 years ago, it was very much that the mother would be present in the home and that was, that was her job. And now it's, it's kind of shifted because obviously women are ambitious and they want to get out there and they want to make a name for themselves and make a career and make an identity outside of just being a mom. But they have that internal struggle because at the end of the day, we're still moms. You know, you can't take that piece out. So what has that kind of looked like for you? Because you know, you want to try to grow and scale, but you also want to be the mom. So how have you been able to kind of grow this business without sacrificing that time from your family? You know, so I will say, like, I, I say this thing in my community that I'm a both and girl. And when I say that is I'm both mom and I'm a business owner too. Like I'm both and I'm all of it, right? That's what I mean by that. It's, it's, it's all of the things. Oh, so we that. don't have to pick one for the other or the other for the other. We don't have to sacrifice. It can be both and we can find our own balance of what that both and looks like. And so to your listeners, I would say as a mom, you've got to look at the different lens than some of the online male guru type people in this space, even women without kids. They're not going to have the same 
perspective, the same um, look about it. And that's okay. Like how many of you guys have that girlfriend who had this way different out, like, outlook of what motherhood was? She hated that you always talked about poop and, <laughs> you know, your kids' diapers and like all of these things she hated. And then she turned to mom and she got it right? Mm -hmm. It's just a whole different game. And so I really recommend that if you're out there trying to build a business and you're trying to do that, really um, takes care of your family on multiple levels. You've got to have somebody that gets the family side of it, gets the whole not sacrificing, no hustle um, for income gain because it's, that doesn't serve us as women, but that's a whole different talk. But I think the first thing is timeline. You've got to have a different timeline lens. I'm not saying it can't happen in 2.7 seconds. I'm just saying you've got to give yourself a little bit of a different lens to look at your business growth through. That's the first. Second is you need to look at this from a leveraged offer perspective. And I'm going into a little bit here of what I teach in my methodology, but it's you need to have an offer that solves a big pain point, has the transformation your people desire in a format and time type capacity that they need it in, but also in a way that's leveraged because you as a mom, like you can't be serving a hundred people a month for $97 so that you can actually make, what's that math? Uh, 9,700. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you can have a 10 K month. So right. like you, you can hit six figures. It's just not conducive for the lifestyle you want to live. So we've got to figure out what's that highest leveraged offer out there. That's going to get your expertise to solve the problems people need solved, but also be doing it in a way that serves you and your mom life. Mm, that's good. That's really good. I, I really like that. And I, I love how you talked about that too, because it it's going to look different for everybody. And I love how you said too, that um, you really kind of have to decide what your timeline looks like and what, um, how many hours you want to work. You know, you mentioned a lot in, in your community about this nap time hours. So I kind of want to talk about that. You know, what are, what are these nap time hours? Are, is it a certain time during the day? You know, what does that look like for every mom? Yeah. So when I started saying that, it was my kids were napping and they don't nap anymore. I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old um, and the three-year-old does not nap. So here's what it means though. It means building a business on 20 hours a week or so. But basically here's the thing. When you come into my community, if you start working with me, we map out your six figure map. Like what is it going to look like for you? How many hours do you need to work? What does the offer look like? How can we structure this business in a way that's going to serve your lifestyle? So if you're listening, Figure that out. What is the money, the amount of income you want to earn on a monthly basis? And how many hours a week do you want to work? And try to answer those questions separately. Okay. And then if you have a business, look at number three, the third question, which is do your current offers support that income goal and the hourly goal that you want to have? And if the answer is no, it's okay. We've got some opportunity to relook and reassess what's going on. But really, what I want you to think about here is what is my ideal. Sure, it may not be what it looks like today. And you're going to inevitably have these thoughts, well, like nobody's going to pay me that much for this expertise I have in this thing that, that helps non-business owners. Like there's all kinds of talk you're going to have come up around this. But if you can get clear on what is the amount of money you want to bring in and what is the amount of time you want to put into your business, then we can start to get strategic and find a solution that's going to work for you. That's really good. And that two things that you said brought up two points. So one thing that I had told you I wanted to make sure that I mentioned was 
there's a lot of people who will come to me and say, well, I want to do what you did, Aubrey, or, you know, I'm sure you get that too. I want to do what you do, Katie, but I'm not at a point right now where I'm at home full time. Like I still have to have this current position that I'm in full time until this business gets up and gets running and starts getting profitable. So how does the mom who has to stay in her current full-time job, how does this look for her? How can she do this as well? Yeah. Oh, so good. So good. So I think first you've got to start by defining that target on the wall. What is that level of income that's going to allow you some choices? Whether you have the ability, like if you're a nurse, you have the ability to go a little part-time maybe or PRN or pull back on some hours. I know a lot of people who work tons of overtime and just making some more money in their business would allow them to cut on the overtime, which frees up time for their business. So when you start anything, you're going to have a little bit of this ramp up time. And there's going to be some time where you're going to feel, you're going to feel like, oh my gosh, I cannot operate like this forever. And it's going to feel like it's forever. Just like in motherhood, Mm -hmm. there's seasons where like potty training, it feels like it's never going to end. And then all of a sudden you wake up and oh my gosh, everybody pees in the the potty perfectly. How did this happen? Somehow over time, things work themselves out. So my point is, is that it's not going to be like this forever. And if you can have that perspective that this is just a season. My business is going to get to the point where I'm able to make new choices, maybe cut back on hours, maybe quit entirely, whatever that looks like. But you've got to have that target on the wall. You've got to answer those questions I just told you. Time and money. What is that for you? Um, And then you've got to have a strategic plan so that you know that when you're working, whether that's early morning, late night, you know exactly what you have to get done. No fuddy-duddy crap that doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have clients that start to come to me and they're like, I'm working 40 hours. I'm like, yeah, what are you doing? And we realize (laughs) only about 10 of it is like client work. 10 hours of it is client work. So that's what I don't do math very good. Anyway, that's a fourth, a fourth, right? Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to count it by trade, but I can't do math, you know. Um, That's what calculators are for. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So that's a fourth of your week. What's the rest of the time going towards? Oh, five hours towards marketing. Cool. So like that's a significant amount of time, 25 hours that you're doing what? You know what I mean? And that what part, that's the part that doesn't matter. That's the part we cut because you need to get profitable and that you get profitable by focusing on the things that are actually going to move the needle forward, bring people into your world on the phone with you, however you sell them, talking to your people is the way you move your business forward. Mm, that's so good because that's sometimes so hard. And, it, and it's also, I know that I've seen this within my community. It's often the things, like you said, the things that you, you think that you need to be doing, like you think you need to be doing all these things, posting on social media and marketing and all this stuff. But it's really, when it comes down to it, it's getting back to those basics and what's really actually, what are those revenue generating activities? You know, like if posting on Instagram really is not directly correlated to you gaining a new client or something like that, then why are you dedicating that time to it? And that's, I think that what it comes down to is we think we need to be doing all these things. We think we need to have all these hours in the week to be able to do it. When in reality, we don't. Would you agree with that? I do. And, and you know, I, I think it also comes down to your intention and the, the reason, like we put so much pressure on ourselves. And if you really like wrote out everything you feel like you have to do, most of it, we could slash and cut away, you know? And so it, it's us realizing that we have our own path. We have our own plan. How many times do you go after a task that you think you have to do? And it's mostly probably because some chick on a podcast like myself told you to do it, <laughs> you know? And so that's unnecessary stress you're putting on yourself. 
So if we can get really clear about the intention, why am I showing up today on Instagram? Why am I posting this post? Is it to check off a box on my planner? Is it because she said on a podcast? Or is it because I have this message to share with my people and I want them to hear it? And I think if we can come to the table with that intention to serve, that our message is going to be better received. And I think you're going to start seeing traction a lot quicker that way too. Mm, that's good. That's really good. Um, now my next kind of question, and it's, it's something that maybe where I'm at, so maybe you can kind of do a little live coaching on the spot for me, but, um, for that mom who has started her business and she's listening and she's like, okay, I'm doing pretty well for myself, but I'm, I'm stuck. I can't move past this. I've gotten that 1k month, that 2k month, that 3k. I want to, I want to reach that 10k month or even just a little bit higher. What is something that she can do so that she can grow it into something more for herself so that she can reach those more ambitious uh, income goals that she set for herself. Yeah, for sure. So I love the quote, what got you here won't get you there. And Mm -hmm. it's so true. (laughs) Anytime you are up leveling, whether it's from zero to 1K, which I feel like is a very hard jump, getting that first client is big. And then there's another one to 5K to 10K. And honestly, it's whatever your own resistance in your mind is. So my question to you would be, if you weren't stuck, what would you do? Are you asking me this? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's life coach. But that, oh, I mean, goodness. that's a question you can use all the time for yourself. If I wasn't experiencing this, what would I do? I mean, I think it kind of comes back to me. It's teaching in some capacity because I think that that's a huge part of of who I am, and I still love that aspect of it. Um, but I want it to look differently because obviously I want to incorporate, you know, the flexibility of having my family. Right, right. So I think I think you're. We kind of mentioned you and I talked a little bit. I think you're in a transition season for sure, where you're moving away from um, virtual type work and into more of an expert position. Would mm-hmm. you agree? Yeah, yeah. That's and that's kind of the direction that I. I feel like I want to go because I've seen so much of the behind the scenes stuff and I've, I've seen how success has happened for other people. And it's not for me, I don't think like the shiny object syndrome. It's like, okay, I, I know that I have that kind of leadership role and I see that progressing in my life. It's just kind of making that transition because sometimes that's so hard, but even, even for a mom who's listening and she wants to go from, like you said, maybe a nurse job to this kind of virtual role. It's, it's such a huge shift that it's sometimes hard to see what it would look like. Right. So I think you're also having a business model shift. And with that, you're going to feel a lot of the same growing pains that you did initially to get your VA stuff ramped up. Mm -hmm. So don't be afraid of that. Okay. Wow. That's that's really good. (laughs) Thank you for kind of of, uh, shifting the gears here and doing a little bit of that on the spot. But I think that's important too, because um, I know that a lot of people, even that I'm in business with, like that do the freelancing stuff, they're like, okay, I've, I've, you, like you said, that first getting that first client is really hard, but then once you have it and you see how it's going and you're like, okay, but now, now that I have the ability to control my income, that brings on a whole new like challenge in a, in a positive way, because you're like, okay, if I can really determine how much I make, why can't I make way more than what I was doing? And, and, it, and it serves to me as that, that challenge. And it's something I think I've always struggled with too, is trying to always chase that next thing. But I think it's also recognizing that that's, that's showing me that there is something more out there. Well, yeah, for sure. And I think it comes down to what do you want? At the, at the end of the day, not listening to what people are telling you, not even what your mentors are telling you would be the smart next step. What do you actually want? Do you want 
to scale your virtual assisting to a digital agency of some kind? Do you want to move into a coaching expert type role? Do you want to maintain your 5k months or get to 10k months and then be done? Like, what do you want? And there's no right or wrong, but I think what can get tricky is when we take what we think is right and it doesn't actually work with us. That's when we get into this feeling of like, I'm stuck. I don't feel like anything's working or maybe all of a sudden you've lost the the monthly income you had. So I think if you can get clear on what do you actually want, then it gets a little bit easier to figure out your next step. Wow. That's, that's awesome. And thank you for kind of shedding your expertise that you have and sharing that, that with me. And I think that'll, that'll be helpful, even though it was a little like live coaching moment for me. <laughs> I know that there's some people who are listening that are in, in very similar spaces as me because I've kind of incorporated that freelancing side to my podcast. And there's a lot of women that they reach their income goals and they're like, okay, what's, what's next? What's the next step? And is it okay to, to want something more, to want to do something different? You know, I think that was one thing that I always struggled with too, is like, I, I achieved what I initially set out to do. Um, and knowing that it's okay, that your goals can kind of shift and change as you progress and as you uncover new layers of yourself. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Why would they not be? You know, when I have thoughts like that, I start to ask, why would it not be okay for me to dream bigger? Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. So before we wrap everything up, there are three questions that I rapid fire questions that I'd like to ask because I always love to kind of preach the personal development side of things. I think that that's really important, especially as moms, we need to be pouring into ourselves, whether that's picking up a good book, uh, listening to a podcast or something that's going to help kind of bring you up and lift you up so that you can continue to pour into motherhood. So first thing I want to know is what is a good book that you are reading or that you have read that you would really recommend to uh, the mother out there? Oh my goodness. So many. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh man. I'm just gonna have to say the one that just came to my head because I feel like that is timely um, because there are so many. So one of the big things I've been working on over the last couple of years is money mindset. And, um, because when you start to get into this, this place where you are helping people achieve a transformation, you're going to have all kinds of stuff come up for yourself. So I hear this a lot with my clients. So I've, I've really been equipping myself on the money mindset end to be able to serve them. And so this book, I really love it. And I tell everybody that I recommend it too, that it really, is kind of like the best summary of all the money mindset books I've read, all the mindset type things that I've read. And it's called Happy Pocket Full of Money. Super random title, but I like it. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's important too. And I think that, I think for me, even having to overcome those things, because sometimes you almost think, well, what I would, you know, I know for me starting out, I was like, just to replace my teaching income. And I think that word just, it sets a limit on what I actually could, you know, what I er- could earn. And I think that that's in itself, that's like a, a money mindset that you have to come overcome. Like you don't want to just get this, just get that. Think about what you could earn, what you could do. And then even like for me, it's always been like, well, I just want to make enough to do X, Y, and Z. But then it's shifting that into thinking, if I make more, what could that more do for the people around me? I went to a conference and um, he was talking about money mindset and he was saying, this was Chris Harder. And he was saying, you know, what could it mean if you had not have all the money in the world, but what could it mean to have that 
money and then what could it do for other people? Like if your sister came to you and said, you know what, look, we're really in a bind. Can, can we borrow two grand? And you didn't even have to blink twice and say, yes, like I want to do that for you. Or if your kids came to you and said, I want to go to Disney tomorrow. Like what would it mean to be like, yeah, let's book it. Let's plan it. Let's do those things. So it's, it's all about kind of like that feeling. What would that feel like for you to be able to do those things for other people if you you had that money. So I, I love that. And I'm definitely going to have to go pick that one up because that's something I'm working on in myself. Oh yeah. And there's so many beliefs that we just naturally have. You don't even realize you have them yet. Like things that have come up for me that I was like, oh, where did that come from? Cool. So then you trace it back and you figure it out. Mm-hmm. But you know, the way I think about money mindset and really just taking care of yourself and your household first, it is definitely an act of service to the rest of the world. Because do you remember, I think it was psychology or some kind of class in high school, um, the whole hierarchy of needs. I think Mm -hmm. Maslow created that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where the top is self-actualization, but at the bottom, you've got your base needs. You need to be clothed. You need to be fed. You need to be sheltered. Some of these these natural lifestyle things you need to have taken care of. And if you don't take care of those base needs, none of the other ones can be taken care of. So the best thing you can do for this world is to take care of your house first, unapologetically, which is what Chris Carter is all about. Mm -hmm. And that will allow you the space, the capacity to actually serve the rest of the world in a greater way. So take, don't be afraid to take care of yourself. And if you've got stories around that, figure them out, work through them with somebody because the best thing you can do for this world is to like be rich. I mean, to have money, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. (laughs) And I think that that's one thing I know we're kind of getting off a little bit on tangent, but I kind of really like where it's going, but that's, I think the biggest thing that, that we have to overcome is because I think from a very early on, you know, we could trace it back to, to things with our family saying, Oh, like we can't afford that or money doesn't grow on trees. And those, the way that those thoughts that, that were put into our head, how that has kind of shaped us and how it's kind of kept us thinking small as opposed to thinking big. And why not? Why not think big? Why not be rich in life? Why not think of all the things that that money could do for, for your family, could do for others around you? So I love that. Yeah, for sure. And we get off on a whole tangent right, right. about <laughs> sales and accepting money and what it does and doesn't mean and all this, all this yeah. stuff. Oh, I love that. Well, a little off on a tangent, but that's po- totally fine. Um, so the next question I have is, what is a podcast that you are binging on right now? Oh, man. What am I listening to lately? Honestly, I have been a little detached from podcasts lately. Um, but Chris Harder's is always a good one for me. Ed Milet is another one that no matter when I tune into it, there's always a ton of wisdom there. Mm-hmm. Um, let me think. Do you like James doing Wood- Do you like doing Ed Milet's his podcast or do you like doing his videos, like watching them? Podcast. Yeah. I mean, it's just nature of my life, you know, mm-hmm. in the car. The go, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. But those are probably my two. Yeah. And you know what? I think it's always good to switch it up and get like the male side perspective of it. I, you know, if, if a year ago before I started this podcast, like just all my library was just full of women, but I think it's also interesting to get the male perspective on it because they can sometimes in like a little bit of a tough love kind of way. And they can kind of just shoot, shoot it straight to you and kind of like almost give those aha moments sometimes a little bit faster. Don't you think? So here's my thing with men. Uh, yes. I really like both perspectives. I um, am not the one person that's like the future is female. No, the future is actually both. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's both. And like going back to that whole both and conversation. Um, but what I really, I definitely am big on discerning the voices that you're listening to both female and men and masculine, male, 
voices. Um, but what I love about Ed and Chris is that they have a healthy perspective of both the female energy side and the masculine energy side, the ghost side and the being side. So for those of you that are listening that aren't familiar with this whole energetic talk, it's really just a matter of feminine is being and flow and masculine is doing and going. So how can we balance both? Because that's where your magic is. And it's not about being male or female. It's about balancing both of those energies within your body. Mm, wow. That's such an interesting perspective. I really like that. Um, the last, the last question I have for you, I don't know if you're big into music like I am, but, um, it's something that like, even before I get on a podcast interview or, you know, if I'm getting ready to get into full on creation mode, like I've got to listen to like a song that just kind of gets me like pumped up. And I always say that there's like each week I have like a theme song for the week and that kind of drives where I'm going. So do you have a song that you're currently jamming to or something that's really going to pump you up right now? I love it. Um, so not like a cr- actual song specifically. I like a lot of different things. Um, I love the brain food podcast or playlist on Spotify. And, um, so I use that like whenever I'm in a deep creative mode or really trying to get a bunch of stuff done. That's kind of my thing. Um, I can't think of any like actual song. That would be my mm. theme song. I'll have to, li- I'll have to listen to that and then link it in the show notes. Cause that's, at, that's very, in a very interesting perspective. Um, what did you say it was brain, brain food? Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah. I'll, I'll check that out for sure. Well, thank you so much, Katie. You have just been such a treat and you have shared a lot of knowledge we kind of took a little bit of a different path here than I initially set up, but I'm really, I think it's kind of, it's fun when it can kind of flow that way. So I appreciate you being a good sport and, and playing along with me, but I want to give my listeners a chance to come connect with you and hang out with you, listen to your podcast, all the things. So can you share how my listeners can come hang out with you? Yeah, for sure. So Instagram is my favorite place to be. I know that's Aubrey's favorite place as well. So come hang out with me there, Katie Fleming with one M. And yeah, that's the place to get started and figure out more. We've got a Facebook group for ambitious moms that are scaling to six figures in 20 hours a week. And um, I'd just love for you to hang out with us at katiefleming.co as well. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you again, Katie. And it has been a blast this back-to-back day of doing podcast interviews. We did a little pod swap. So make sure to go check out both on each. And um, I appreciate you sharing all your stuff with us today. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Here's what I want you to do next. Take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Insta stories, and be sure to tag me at Aubrey Malik. That way I can share you in my Insta stories as well. And if you're loving this show, I would so appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave me a review. These reviews mean the world to me and it helps me reach more mamas just like you. Catch you on the flip side, mama.